Yeah! How about that, Al? That's just the tip of the iceberg. We have that and God knows how much more to get to. It is a it is a good day. And, and here, I don't know if this is good news for you or not. It's probably bad news. Are you ready? Why are we? What, how is this starting? How what? are you? How are you no. finding bad news? No, I think it's just bad news for you. Six seconds into I the think, show, I think it's good news for everybody but you. You ready? I'm in a really good mood today. Okay. I don't. I don't know why. I, I I was talking with Amanda a little while ago, um, and and she said you sound like you're in a good mood. And I said, you know what? I am. I don't know why because there's uh, the the Rams did what they did yesterday. We'll get to that. Lakers didn't like. Yep. I can't. I woke up today with a smile on my face. I'm ready to go, which means I'm probably going to be a little chatty. I'm probably going to be a little fired up. So you're going to have to deal with me for the next three hours. I think that's it's okay. good news for yeah, everybody but you. I think we should today. If there's ever a day that we should do our new time slot right the 10 a.m to one mm-hmm. and then also do our evening time slot that we had before <laughs> Double that dip, be five day? hours wouldn't that be the day I, it is look, impossible, I'm down. impossible for us to talk about sports what we did over the weekend blah blah, blah everything that just kind of comes with the weekend in three hours and i already wasted a minute and a half of it look i don't even know if remember when i said on friday that like, i don't there's remember some, because I had the booster shot. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were dying. Was oh, I forgot about that. Demolished. You'd look better. Your hood's not up. Yeah. <laughs> That's good news. Can I tell you, you a got quick... your hood down. Do you want you the story now or face? do you want the story later? No, hit me now. Okay. Um, real quick, I'm just going to go back to Friday for a quick second here. <laughs> you know how you would say, hey, why'd you turn the video off? Remember yes. how you asked me that? Yes. When I turned the video off, this is what would happen. Okay. <laughs> I would power nap, power nap Little for three 20 minutes. 20-second nap here and there. Yeah. <laughs> three minutes here and there, okay? <sighs> when we were done, I had the pregame show with Michael that wasn't going to start till about 5.30, okay? Right. When I tell you that I just went in bed <laughs> for four hours, okay, and started prepping at 5 when the yeah. pregame is about to start at 5.30, and the moment pregame show ended, back I do the it's back in bed, and I have you know, the, listen to me. The equipment is loud enough to where you got the headset on, right? So I, I I'd set the headset. I listened to Trudell. John was still out. John made came back yesterday. Yep. I listened to Trudell and Michael call the game. So there was no TV. Not, just listen to them call the game. And a minute left in the first quarter, I would walk over from bed. <laughs> Come over, throw the headset on, and all of a sudden I'm breaking down Malik Monk's shooting percentage. <laughs> what the hell Perfect. happened on Friday? You're a and gamer, then, Al. Listen, You're back. By the time Saturday came, it was gone. Yeah, no, that's what it does, right? And now it's twenty four hours, and it was gone. Now you're you're safe, and you're you're ready to go, and everything else. You look good. You sound good. All of this is fantastic. You may not even remember this that because I forgot you were in the uh, fog of your booster yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember when I said on Friday, I said, "Look, something may happen to me this weekend that's going to have you look at me in a very different light come Monday." Do you remember that, that at all? Is that something that uh, you recollect that at all? I. Barely remember who's on the show on Friday, but uh, no, I do remember. I do okay. remember. It happened, and 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 we'll. I'll tell you about it at some point today. I don't know exactly when, but here's where we got to go first this because is big time. Let, let me let me start right here. Yeah, was that the best 
NFL football game we've ever seen in our lives last night with considering the circumstance. I'm not just talking about just the game. The game was do you know amazing. How much, do you know how much more respect you're going to have pulling up to a Home Depot? All right, we'll get we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. Yep. Yeah, it, it's pretty Yeah, big. it's a game changer. Yeah, <laughs> it's a that's a game, game changer. changer. Yep. It is a game changer for sure. Both teams competing for a playoff spot. Yep. It is a classic rivalry. It is literally the last game of the regular season. It goes down to the very last play of regulation. It goes into overtime. Both teams score in overtime, and everything that was going along with it, there's coaching decisions. Was that Sunday night football game between the Raiders and the Chargers? And we're going to get to the Rams and what happened to them. There's a little bit of good news and a whole lot of other stuff. Was that Raider Charger game the greatest football game we've ever seen? Because I, I think it's number two for me behind the Rams and the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, that 54-51 to 51 game that we yep. saw a few years ago. But considering everything that was on the line last night, I don't know if I've ever seen a better game than we saw last night. It was so, incredible. A lot of times, this is the equivalent of it, okay? Sometimes you ever find yourself, you're at a restaurant, and you stop and you're like, okay, that might be the best dish that I've ever had. That might be the best slice of pizza. Oh, my gosh, this burger is the greatest burger I've ever had. We're prisoner of the moments. That might be the exception to the rule last night. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not kidding when I'm saying this. And, look, everybody was, um, whether you were just chilling at home and you were flipping through and you're saying, hey, let me see some Ja Morant and the Lakers, or you were just fully invested in, I'm watching Chargers and the Raiders and let this thing play out. Because of the stakes last night, and that has so much to do with it. Yes. Wait a minute. You're you're trying For to tell both me teams. you're trying to tell me that there's a scenario that plays out that if the Raiders <laughs> or the Chargers win, Pittsburgh gets in because Indy lost. Well, what what the hell? To you Jacksonville. About? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're trying to tell me that if the Raiders and the Chargers tie, they're both in the playoffs, and this is the final game of the season. You're trying to explain to me that this game's going into overtime. You're trying to explain that fourth and seven and ten, and I don't know how many fourth downs the Chargers had to go through. That listen, if if that's not the most exciting NFL game in the regular season that you and I have ever seen, it is most definitely a conversation to be had because of the stakes and the way things played out. That was incredible last night, just incredible. And I I told you the moment that game got flexed to Sunday night. I said, well, that's great. I'll just be at Crypto.com <laughs> Arena on a on a small screen yeah. here trying to, like, keep up with the game. And, and it, it went all the way, actually, till the Laker game ended is when that game ended as well. Just an incredible game. Incredible it, it really game. was. And the Spanos came out onto the field to put the final nail into the Chargers' coffin. It was – there was just so many wonderful things about yeah. it. Um, all right, let, let's go to this first because – I almost want to save some of that because I, I wanted to – you know when you when you get a you get a a good bite of food if you cut yeah. into a just a really Ooh. nice ribeye yeah, right don't you just want to like savor every bite and there's a little bit of fat on that bite as well and you're 100 percent right right but you just kind of <laughs> at that point I I start eating faster I need to I need to shovel it in like yeah, what what if the second yeah, I don't know who I'm pretending I don't know who I'm pretending more, as more, if more. I'm like yeah, yeah. not I much put of on a saverer. I put on Zen music, yeah, and I no. put on the Calm app. No, I put on Pantera and get two forks, okay? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm going all in at that point. No, and- you don't pick up. You use your hands. I can see you just <laughs> digging right in with your hands. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right, let's go to this point. This is the okay. point that he was asked about first after the game. We'll hear from him in a second. Uh, get the uh, Brandon Staley sound ready for me, Taylor. Uh, it goes into overtime. And, and yep. it, it was so strange because we knew the situation about a tie, right? And we all oh. made the joke about what if they just both take a knee, ha, ha, ha. How but good as, does it be to as, feel to be a Raider fan? i got to be <laughs> honest with you, man. As the game starts to like, unfold, great it becomes club. more and more obvious that a tie is a real possibility. Yep. Yep. That, that just the score and the way that it's being played, you're like, okay, this could happen. Then it goes into overtime. Raiders score a field goal. Chargers come back and they score a field goal. And now there's only a handful, you know, there's a couple minutes left in this game. And you're thinking, this thing's really going to end the tight. Raiders start to move the ball. They get to mm-hmm. about midfield, right? They get to uh, just on the other side of midfield. And they have the ball on first down. And the clock is running. And they run it for a one-yard loss. And the clock is running. And you can feel it. It's almost like you can feel Basaccia and Staley looking at each other across the field like, we're just going to let this clock run out, right? We're both going to go to the playoffs because the Chargers don't want to stop the clock because they don't need to. They're going to tie gets them in. The Raiders don't no, really want to yep. run any plays because of fumble and interception. The and there, mm-hmm. There's all sorts. The point is getting to the playoffs. They played a straight-up, heads-up game, and it's ready for a tie. They run it again on second down, and they get seven yards. Okay, so it's third and four. They call a timeout. The Chargers, instead of just letting the clock run down, let them run it into the line, let them knee it, which is a very strong possibility, Mm -hmm. and have the game end in a tie, the only people that are pissed are the Steeler fans. Okay, sucks for you, Steeler fans, but the whole point is to get in. It was the smart – he calls a timeout, and you can almost feel like the Raiders go, really, dude? This is how you're going to do this. Okay. They run another play. Josh Jacobs picks up 10 yards. Now instead of a 50-plus yard field goal, they've got a 40-yard field goal, and they chip it in and they win the game. Brandon Staley cost his team a chance to go to the playoffs with not just that decision. We'll get to some of the other ones along the way. But that timeout, I don't think there's Mm -hmm. any argument at all that that timeout cost his team because the Raiders were going to let that clock run out. The Raiders were going to go to the playoffs with a tie. The Chargers are going to go to the playoffs with a tie. And he calls a timeout, and everything changed. So am I, you know, the way you set it up there, am I supposed to be surprised? Am I supposed <laughs> to be a good question. Am I supposed to be shocked? Am I supposed to be thrown out like wow, that came from left field that Brandon Staley made a decision that might have cost his squad and might have cost NFL fans an opportunity to see arguably the best young quarterback in the NFL, Joe Justin Herbert. Yes, <laughs> might be right about that too. He cost his squad and an opportunity. And, and Trav, like I'm saying here, just NFL fans to see, wait a minute, who the hell is this Herbert guy? What can this dude do in the postseason? Um, I think he is he is to blame and he is responsible for, you know, you have certain coaches where you're, you kind of ask of your coach, look, um, you don't have to go out and win the game, but don't also go out and lose the game. Just find a way to be in the middle of this thing. You you know you you obviously you poke your head when it's needed, and then there's other times you kind of just let football be football. Um, I'm not surprised or shocked. I'm really not. You want to know why I'm not surprised or shocked? Because Chargers. how am I going to talk about 
that timeout at the end of the game when you have the head coach of the Chargers going for it on fourth and one at his own 17-yard line. How am I supposed to be surprised or shocked when this is the same guy that was going for it on every fourth down, it seemed like, that didn't make sense at all? Trav, it was a month ago that they we were talking about how the Chargers were in position to be atop the AFC West. Four weeks later, they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I can't – I know how you tried to set that up. I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. They were stupid decisions by a coach that is way in over his head. And if you want to sit there and you want to say, this is who we are, this is the culture that we're building over here – Bro, have some common sense. There's reason why other coaches don't make decisions like that. You cost your squad a playoff run. And I, I will say as um, you know, one of the leaders of Raider Nation, I am currently 1-0 as a Raider fan. And it is just uh, – it's an amazing feeling you know, to be I, I, I bet it is. a Look, part of the been, band. You've been with the Raiders for uh, you know, almost at least six full, days. Almost a full least, week now. At least six days. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got your tattoos. I like the one right under your left eye. That looks really good. It's just uh, – it's, it's classy. Just Super Al Davis, classy. A silhouette of Al Davis's face. It looks really, really good. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We want your participation about the two football games in particular, right? Call in on the Travis Lee, Dr. Pepper call in line. ESPN Nations presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. 877-710-ESPN is the number because the Staley questions are real and they're fair. And guess what else, Al? The Sean McVay questions are real and they're fair as well. We're going to get into that next, plus your phone calls for sure. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I watched the I rewatched the Sopranos over the last month or two. Yeah, and, and it, hearing that right there, it's the 23rd anniversary. I I literally watched the finale on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the the very controversial finale where it just yep. cuts to black very abruptly. Mm-hmm. I had not seen it in 10 years. I bet at, at least I had not seen that. It's so good. Like at, at the time, I really didn't like it. It felt like it was kind of a, a, a weird way to shut the whole thing down. But man, oh man, is that a great final episode? I loved it rewatching it. It's cool too when you, whenever you're, like when you're in the heart of when everybody is watching something. That's one thing. And then when there's nobody talking about it, and you could just kind of have your own opinion, or you kind of look back on it. I feel like it kind of tells a little bit of a different story. I know for me. What I watched Sopranos maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, something like mm-hmm. that. I found myself after every episode thinking I was an Italian mobster, like from New York. Like every all of a sudden, I was walking to the mail, and it was a little bit oh! different. Yeah, everything was different. <laughs> hey, let me get a let me get a pike. They're prosciutto. Like, you want a, a little pike? prosciutto, a little gabagool. Hey, Allen, 
Would you like your Pike Place with with <laughs> almond milk in it? Yeah, let's keep it moving, buddy. Oh, moving. you should just say that a lot. Just do the Polly thing. Just keep it go. Oh, just say it over and over again. It uh, twenty three years ago, man. Time goes That's way way too fast. Um, all right. You know what I like to do after a Rams home game, right? You know I like to shout out people that I had a chance to interact with during the game. And yesterday, I'm not gonna lie, Al. Yep. Busiest day so far this season. The, the, first of all, about. SoFi was packed, but we had a ton of people. Here's, here's how the day started. I Like I mentioned before, we do the postgame show, Hollywood Park Casino, and I walk from HPC over to SoFi yep. to start the day. 6.4 miles. It's not It's not a two-minute walk. Let's just put yep. it that way. It's a good. It's a solid 20 minutes. Um, and I'm cutting through the parking lots like I do to go to my entrance, and I'm walking up, and I this guy is playing catch with his daughter. They're throwing a football in the in the parking lot, and he say we're about I don't know twenty or thirty yards away, and he says to me, "Trav," I'm like, "Hey man, what's up?" And he goes, "Hey," and so he's like I said, he's playing catch with his daughter. So I kind of put my hands up, like, "Throw me the ball." Yep. Gil is this man. He's a UPS driver. He says he listens to us all day long. So what's up, Gil? Hopefully you're hearing this. How's the Gil throw? throws? Gil throws me a pass. It's a little low, so I have to take okay. a little, like a, a, a step and a half sure. to come forward. Yep. It, but it was like at my knees. Sure. I, dro- I dropped it. I dropped it. And well, he look, says, "Well, a couple, he, couple things he, here." Yep. Yeah. He a says to me, he "Goes, I'm calling in Monday morning to tell Al that you dropped the pass." So, Gil, I beat you to it. I went first and said I dropped it myself, but your throw was a little low. But he, he and his daughter, uh, Sophie, couldn't have been cooler. They love the show. They listen yeah. every single day. We talk a little Rams football. It was a great way to get the day started. I could, I could look at this two ways. Number one, um, when you're in stride, you know, we always talk about yak, yards after catch. You want to catch the ball at a certain place so then well, you sure. can continue your walk, your 6.4-mile walk, yeah. right? That's, that's kind of your intention. Yeah. So we need Gil, first of all, to put the ball on the money. <laughs> Second of all, there are times where, you know, the pass is not always going to be in a perfect I spot. I should Catch the it. freaking ball. So yeah, I, I don't even it know was, who to go after here. It Me. Me. It, it was, Look, it wasn't a good throw, but it was yeah. definitely a catchable ball. It was 100% my fault. But got to take a little picture with Sophie. Got to talk with uh, awesome. Gil a little bit. And that was just one of many. I'm going to shout out as many people as we can. Um, you and the Chargers have an interesting relationship. Yes, so we I, do. I think of all of the people that we mm-hmm. could have talked to today about what happened last night. You're the right. You're, you're the man for the job. Okay. First, let, let, let's say this. If you're a Charger fan out there, um, just devastating. That loss yesterday was devastating. It, it really, truly was. It, of and, course it was. And, and, and listen, I, I, I say this. I have a personal history with the Chargers, so it's going to hit me a little bit different. The reality is there's Charger fans throughout Southern California, however many it is. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about the Rams a little bit later and how many Niner fans were at SoFi. That's usually a conversation oh we have during a Chargers oh game. So, oh you know, boy. we could be real about that. Yeah, but, Trav, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding when I tell you. I could not have painted a picture. If you said, hey, Alan, how would you like as a hater of the Chargers? <laughs> well, can I uh, – really, really quick, and I don't yes. mean to interrupt you, but – yep. You, you're a nice guy. You don't yep. hate a lot of things. You, you are looking for the best in people. You give people the benefit of the doubt. You believe people when they tell you something, yep. and then it gets to the Chargers, and you turn into me. No, no. <laughs> this is what happens. You take things personal. Listen, I, I do. I, I'm from, I'm from San Diego, so I have a heart for the city that I was born and raised in, right? And I, I felt they got shafted. 
when they lost the Chargers. And I blame a, a lot of that on the ownership, on Dean Spanos. So I, I listen, I, I feel bad for the city where I'm from. So that's why, that's where that, that passion comes from, okay? I could not, if you said, Alan, go ahead and paint a picture. How would you like the Chargers season to end? How would you like it to just come crashing down? I couldn't have scripted what happened yesterday. Yeah. I couldn't. You could have gave me two days. The fact that Dean was on TV as well, okay? The fact that he was on national TV with about, you know, four minutes left in overtime, and the fact that the Chargers came all the way back, the fact that Brandon Staley <laughs> decided— points in four minutes. <laughs> the fact that Staley went for it on fourth and one and then just handed the Raiders three points and they lose by three points, mm. and then the scenario that you mm. played out earlier— um, about calling the timeout, and it, lo- it was a buzzer beater. They kicked a field goal yep. in overtime that actually could have got them into the playoffs if they just tied the game. Listen, this is strictly from a hater perspective. I could not have scripted a better loss for the Chargers. And Raider Nation, we sit here today 1-0. and And oh, by the way, for the Raiders, everybody talking about a tie, Trev, you had to go for the win. Do you know who they would have played if they tied the game? Well, KC, yeah. Had they tied, they get KC, which is a, a far worse draw than getting Cincinnati as, as a wild card so, team. Yeah. Listen, the only reason why I say that is because we can't just pay attention to, oh, well, they could have tied and they both would have got in. You're worried about yourself. Yes. And I, I know there was risk because you're listening yes. to the broadcast where they kept saying, listen, what if – you try a 58, 60-yard field snap, goal. block kick, botched, botched hold. There's a million things A million things could have happened, but there's also a huge advantage of winning that game. The Raiders are, are, are riding a high, number one. And number two, you don't play the Chiefs. The Chiefs that's the last game. The last loss that the, the Raiders had was when they decided to Stop cheer, <laughs> cheer on the logo, <laughs> and then six seconds into the game, it was 6 nothing Chiefs. Yeah, so look, I, I do think there was an advantage to obviously winning that game. Th- there was, there, there obviously was. But let, let's be, let's be perfectly real. The Chargers and Raiders, neither one of those teams were going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, they're they're not good enough, and I, I mm-hmm. understand anything can happen, et cetera, et cetera. I, I get that. So we'll we'll see what plays out. The goal when you start your season, the goal when the Raiders and the Chargers took the field last night was to get into the playoffs. Right? By any means necessary. And they both played straight up. This wasn't a farce. This wasn't something where they took turns, you know, giving each other opportunities so it could end in a tie. It was a unbelievably epic football game that all of a sudden, had, with 30 seconds to go, I guess it was like 36 seconds to go, you're thinking the smart thing, the, the really good play is, you know what, knee this thing, get the hell out of here, go to the playoffs, because both of those teams, there obviously there was more risk for the Chargers at this point because the Raiders had the ball and they yep. were in long field goal range. So the risk was greater on the Chargers' side, but no one, put it to you this way, no one would be sitting here this morning had Basaccia decided to knee it and the Chargers didn't call timeouts like, yeah, it's the right thing to do. You can't risk a, a botched field goal attempt, a block, a return. You can't throw it. You can't run it. The ball could – all of these things that could happen, it would make perfect sense. Only Brandon Staley called timeout. And all of a sudden and, – and look, let's listen to Derek Carr real quick. Derek Carr was asked the question, did that timeout change the way that you guys approach those final couple of plays? You guys are still tied. You're driving. This thing could have ended in a tie. Chargers call a timeout. How did that shift the strategy? Yeah, it definitely did, obviously. Uh, but we, we – 
we knew no matter what we didn't want to tie we wanted to win the football game obviously if you tie you're in and all i think all those things but my mindset all day i even was texting with aaron Rodgers this morning uh, this morning yeah my mindset was to make sure that we were the only team moving on after this yeah, at, at the opening kickoff, for sure that's the mindset. But he said it himself. It changed at the end. That timeout changed it. And if I'm a Charger fan, and I saw it, to your point earlier, Slee, in the third yep. quarter, you don't go for it on fourth and one for your from your 18-yard line. I don't care what the analytics say. I don't care because what you basically did is you gave the it's Raiders stupidity. three free points here take three but you could have just opened the game and said why don't you just put a three up there it would have been the exact same thing it was a terrible decision yep. followed by another terrible decision mm-hmm. followed by a bunch of decisions over the course of the season that make you go look dude i get that you got a culture i get that you got a style what culture I get that- you've been there for I- six months exactly right and the, the idea is get this team into the playoffs and your deal your culture your boldness all of these things are the reason you have a tea time today okay that's your fault brandon staley i want to throw this out there i want to if you're a charger fan should your coach be fired should brandon staley be fired should the way he treated this season listen no no this is a very fair question because this happens in sports the one thing you can't have your coach do is lose you games in the nfl you only play 17 games if you lose a couple of games because of your head coach, decisions that he makes, that's the difference of making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. And I know we're still going to get into Sean McVay. I know there's questions about that as well. Yep. But the Chargers are not in the playoffs. In my opinion, it's because of their head coach. So we'll throw the phone number out there, 877-710-ESPN. Should Brandon Staley be fired for the decisions that he made? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Don't answer the question. I don't want to know the question that Chris just asked. You can keep that to yourself. I'm, I'm good. I'm waiting for the music just to stop and Tony to get one and... Just uh, just an incredible end to The Sopranos, hearing that song all over again. I, it just I, The tension that builds in that final scene. The reason we're talking about it, 23 years ago today, The Sopranos uh, premiered, and Meadow can't get it in that parking place. AJ's just a piece of you-know-what. Mm-hmm. The, the Carmella is just evil and awful in every possible way, and Tony knows it's coming, and then just, that's it. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, by the way, it's funny when you look back at the Sopranos and you look back at you know some of these other shows that kind of just they you'll never like you're just talking about you just started rewatching this it's never going to get old you know no, what I mean so if, if somebody timeless. if somebody has not watched the Sopranos it's never too late to start watching the Sopranos we get so stuck in watching what's new bro there's some great great series that you can go back to and. Uh, you know, uh, watch for the first time. Obviously, Soprano is one of those. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's take some of these phone calls in just one second now. Uh, let's go to the Rams very quickly here. Um, 
There were two. We, we spent a lot of time talking about Brandon Staley's decisions in the yep. game. Let's talk a little bit about Sean McVay's decisions during that game because there are two points in the game that I think he got a lot of heat. One of them, I think the heat is entirely justified. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I think the heat is it, – it's okay. You're not wrong, but I don't agree with it. And, and here, let's go to the first one. At the end of the first half, the Rams have the ball third and one on their own 42 with about a minute or so to go. Okay. Sony Michelle on first down ran for seven yards. On second down ran for two yards. So they're at third and one from their own 42. They're up 17 to nothing. They are in complete control of this game. They are dominating. They are doing to San Francisco what San Francisco had done to them five previous times. They're mm-hmm. pushing them around. They're scoring. They're putting Jimmy G in position where he has to throw the ball. Third and one, they go empty. Mm-hmm. They go empty. Matt Stafford's – they're going to pass on third and one. Okay? So, all of a sudden, play breaks down. Matthew Stafford ends up getting sacked. They have to punt the ball away. San Francisco gets the ball back. They drive down really quickly in about less than a minute, kick a field goal right before the end of the half. And now it's 17-3, to and they got a little bit of life. They got a little bit of life because they got on the board. They're going to get the ball to start the second half. If they can come out and score a touchdown, all of a sudden we got a game. By, by the way, I'm going to exactly just interrupt for a happened. quick second. I'm going to interrupt for a quick second. How many times did Troy Aikman say, this is a big moment of the game, right? Yes. And this is before anything folded, anything unfolded. He just kept saying, guys, I, I don't know what the Rams are doing here. What do you mean shotgun formation on a third and one it with the terrible. ball under two minutes left? And he kept saying that, okay, if they could just come out with a field goal, even though you're down 17-3, to three, absolutely. wow, that could this could it, kind of swing the tide, and that's exactly what happened. And it wasn't, to your point about Aikman, obviously wasn't listening to Aikman. Kirk and I are sitting in the press box, and when yep. they decided to run that play, we looked at each other like, what? Like, what? what why? Just move run the it damn again. chains. Yes, it just it, run it again. Yep. Run it. If you get stuffed, fine, then punt it away. But they, yep. what they did was the worst possible option, and all of a sudden, exactly the fear was, okay, they got quick three. 17-3, got two touchdown lead. We're in control of the game. Long touchdown drive. Bam! San Francisco gets it in the third quarter. Three and out by the Rams. Bam! Long touchdown drive. Just running it right down their throats. And all of a sudden, it's a tie game. It is a battle. That, to me, is the one that I just don't understand. The decision to run it three times in a row at the end of regulation after they've taken the lead, I'm okay with giving Jimmy G the ball back with a minute and a half or so to go, mm-hmm. no timeouts, you got to go 80 yards, I'll take my chances. I'm okay with that one. If there's ever a time you and I can disagree more, this might be the time, Trav. Trav, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, listen, you, you want me to give you the word that I think of to describe those three runs in a row? Coward. Sure. Coward. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm not, booster, that booster changed you. It changed your DNA. Listen You're to coming me. out I, firing guys, I calling guys cowards. I am not when awesome. I say this. I'm not kidding when I say this. You are Sean McVay. Your goal is to go get a Super Bowl. The whole reason why you brought Matt Stafford here was to have him have the ball in key situations. All I've heard over the last month is everybody talking about how unbelievable Cooper Cup is. Why, when your defense did their job, their defense, your defense forced the 49ers all the way back, what was it, fourth in, it had to have been 17, 18 yards, maybe even further than that, and they decide because they have three timeouts, 
we cannot go for it on fourth down. I thought that was actually a that was an interesting decision. Not as, it was the right decision by the 49ers, but I don't know if all coaches would have done that. Some coaches might say, "Oh, screw it, we're going for it right here." I thought it was Stadium smart for them. For <laughs> yeah. Stay. Stay. Well, this what we do. This is our culture. Yeah. You've been, you don't create a culture in six months. Okay, you don't have a culture in six months. You have well, a, a grand have a opening. It's the same one they used to have. They don't go to the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so culture. San Francisco punts the ball. Well, I, I really, really do believe this when I say it. It's funny. I ran into Billy Mac, Bill McDonald, mm-hmm. right when I got uh, to uh, Huge Rams crypt- fan, to Crypto.com. He's a re- and I just heard him. You know, he was standing up, and there's a crowd of people at the media room, and he's talking to Stu Lance. He's like, how is, you know, you got to go for it. You got to be more aggressive. It just shocked me that three straight downs to win the game. Forget, hey, we're going to give it back to them, and then we're yeah, going to rely on our defense. get a first down, the game's over. Game is over. Yeah. You either can play conservative, but I, I, I will say this from from coaching perspective, Belichick's going for the win. I don't care how many timeouts you have. We are going for the win. Mike Tomlin is going for the win. Uh, Harbaugh is going for the win. There's certain coaches that go for the win. I, I I'm surprised Sean McVay, in my opinion, curled up into a ball rather than saying we're going to win this game right now. You're not touching the ball again. That, that's how I felt in that situation. I, I thought I thought that one was just as big, if not bigger, than any question marks you have about McVay uh, I, look, in that game. Your position, Al, I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I just don't agree. You know what I mean? What, what you're saying, I, I get it. It, it. It's a compelling argument. Here's why I think it was the right decision. Then we're going to take some quick phone calls here. The reason I'm okay with it is because it's Jimmy Garoppolo on the other team. If it was Aaron Rodgers, I'm with you. If it's Tom Brady... I'm with you. I am not giving those dudes a chance to do what happened. Jimmy Garoppolo, let me say two things here. Number one, he was really, really good yesterday. He was fantastic, especially in the second half. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a very good quarterback. I, I, I am taking my chances with Jimmy Garoppolo having to drive 80 yards with a minute and 27 seconds and no timeouts. I will, t- And he has to score a touchdown, by the way. I am 100% okay with that decision because of who you're playing against. If it's Brady or Rodgers or one of those guys like that, I'm not doing it. I'm going with your side 100%. But because it was Jimmy G, I'm okay. But, Trev, with that being said, if I ask you to do something, are you okay with relying on somebody else or are you one of those guys that say, let me just put this on. Let no, me I'd take like care to do it, it myself. I get that. And, and I think that was the position that they were in. I, I really genuinely think Sean McVay was in a position where he could have said, I ain't giving the freaking ball back. That's why I got Matt Stafford here. That's why Cooper Cup is here. That's why, you know what? Okay, even if I want to make them, make them force them to take a timeout after two runs, third down, you better stop us right here because I'm going mm-hmm. to either Cooper Cup or I'm going to Beckham or I'm going to one of these other options. He didn't do it, and that was the difference of the game. You had a chance to win it. With the ball in your hands, you gave it back, and now there was an opportunity that maybe San Francisco can come back and drive, and they did. All right, let's go to Riverside and Rudy. Rudy, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Rudy? Hey, hey, guys. Um, uh, yeah, I totally agree. We should not have gave the ball back to the Niners. Um, okay, so at SoFly Stadium, Niner fans were leaving. The Rams had the lead and the ball with around two minutes left. The game was over. Um, instead, we run the ball out. They call timeout. They call timeout. We ran like, what, eight seconds off the clock and handing the ball back. And yes, your point with Tom Brady or Mahomes, Jimmy G is not that person. You think you can rely on that, but guess what? 
they went down the field with Debo and Elijah Mitchell running the ball. So that's the Mahomes and uh, and Tom Brady factor getting down the field. We do not want to give them the ball back. We could have just went for a first down and the game is over. So, yes. Um, Play to win. Not, Play to win, not, not to win. not lose, you know? Yeah, but we couldn't stop the run. So if you can't stop the run and Debo – um, then don't give them the ball back. <laughs> the game was over. Niner fans, I was I was waving to Niner fans and saying bye. <laughs> well, the game look, was over. They knew it was over. Uh, we had the, I, the I game hear you. I hear what's you, that, Rudy. By the way, and, what's and, that and, walk like, Trev? When you now you you know you're talking smack to the other fan base, and then all of a sudden everything changes. Your hands just go back in your pockets. You, know, you just kind <laughs> put your head down, throw the hood on, and just slowly leave. You guys are making good points. I just don't – I'm okay with it. I I really am. I don't think he was playing not to lose. I think he thought the best way to win the game was I'm going to make Jimmy G go 80 yards with 87 seconds left on the clock and no timeouts. I don't think he can do it. I that and then there we got we got a whole bunch of other things to get to. Jalen Ramsey made one of the greatest interceptions I've ever seen. Jalen Ramsey also made a huge mistake on that final drive that gave Debo Samuel a chance. That the defense really spit the bit at the end there as much as anything else. So real quick here, this is the this is the perfect example of balance. Brandon Staley is way too idiotically idiotic <laughs> aggressive right that's yeah. like way too Reckless. aggressive i thought the other side of it with sean McVay, i thought that was too conservative find the middle ground you know and that's that's i i think the perfect balance with this if you you throw on third down and it's an incomplete pass and they have one timeout left who cares you know that that's kind of the point that i'm making is i understand rationally i get what you're saying but when you have the ball, you get a chance to control it. Do you want LeBron with the ball in the final couple of seconds, or do you want to have to try to get a stop there at the end? Give, give, give the me, best player the ball. Give me a terrible three-point shooter, real quick. Just to somebody that – okay, and I'm not even doing this to throw any – No, it's Russell Westbrook. I, it's yeah. Russell Westbrook. Yep. What you are asking – you're, you're right. I'd rather have mm-hmm. LeBron in the hands. But if you said to me, I need LeBron to make a game-winning shot, or I need Russell Westbrook to hit four threes in a row, which one would you rather try? Here's that's the problem. Were, but here's the problem. Asking. Here's the problem. Russ just hit three in a row then. Because there was <laughs> momentum for the 49ers that they were playing good. If it was in the first half and it was 17 to nothing, that means Russ missed three in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be any time, really. <laughs> we don't have to get too specific with that. All right. Ask Slee coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. Let's do a little phone Ask Slee action. Plus, you know to send me the tweets at Travis Rogers, at Alan Slee. What's all coming up next? Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, if you are on hold to talk Rams, if you're on hold to talk Chargers and Raiders, make sure they stay there. We're going to get to those coming up as quickly as we can. Raider but, Nation. Yeah, Slee's Raider Nation is coming in strong today. One and oh. Here's what's happening, Slee. We had Ask Slee on Twitter, and we did that for a few months. Then we said, you know what would be kind of fun? Mm-hmm. We should do some Ask Slees on the phone, and they've been really good. We're going to continue to do that as well. Well, yesterday out at SoFi Stadium, they brought a video camera with them, and now that we have a little video on location Ask Slees, Taylor, hit me with the first one live from SoFi yesterday. Hey, Slees, where's the best place to travel this time of year? Tell me. <laughs> Hashtag ass sleep. What is happening? What is <laughs> happening in this world? All right, best place to travel right now. Um, I, I don't know about you, Trav. 
Bro, I love being up in the woods this time of the year. Kinda so cool. I know you went – where did you go? You went Mammoth, Mammoth. right? Yeah. I Don't be, you know, like Travis and try to put his, – his family's putting the chains on. <laughs> but what's better than being up in the woods this time of the year, snow everywhere else? that you look, um, <laughs> being in a cabin. Uh, I'm uh-huh. a big fan of – by the way, you don't even have to go that far up. Go up to Lake Arrowhead, a couple hours away from L.A. Go up to Big Bear. Go to Idaho. Go to any one of these places, which is close enough that you can actually drive – uh, I will take that all day long this time of the year. It's a fantastic place to be. The correct answer this time of year is Palm Springs, right? It's just it's perfect. It's like 72 degrees. Why does the Palm Springs perfect. do nothing for me? Uh, I don't know. You're doing it wrong. Come with me. Well, I'll show you the right way to do Palm Springs in January. It yeah, is but do you a really – d- is that where you want to be in 72-degree weather when we yeah. have 72-degree weather nine it's months out of the not, year? It's been, like a, it's been like 40 below here in L.A. for the last yeah, for a few couple weeks. months. <laughs> I don't need that. I like the reason I spend the money that I spend to live out here. So it's 72 degrees every day. And if there's a two-hour drive that can get me to 72, I'm going to take advantage of it. Let's go to well, the, the phones. Housing, housing market is so reasonable, too. <laughs> Very. It's a piece of cake. Just, you know, whatever you need, just go buy it. Yeah. Uh, Roderick in San Diego. Hashtag Ask Slee. What's up, Roderick? Hey, uh, good morning, guys. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So, I've been listening uh, all last week and all the Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid. Eddie talk had me thinking about the 80s. So I was wondering, in your opinion, out of these people, who had the best jerry curl in the 80s and early 90s? Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson, Eric Dickerson, Ice Cube, AC Green or Easy E, and also Sleep. What hairstyle you was rocking in the late 80s, early 90s? Hashtag actually. Thanks, Roderick. You know what's a very underrated? AC Greens. Very underrated. Not bad. Not talked about enough. Eric Dickerson, that was real deal. Yeah. That was, uh, it was shiny. You know it what I mean? It was all pro on the field and in the barber yep. chair. Um, the, the one that I, I remember the most, and I'm going to go outside of any of the ones that he gave, coming to America. Oh, yeah. Soul Glow. I mean... There were scenes just for his perm, his hair. <laughs> so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of lean towards that one. And then what was the last question? Oh, what was your hair? hairstyle in the '90s? Uh, basically, it was wake up. I have I have some pictures from when I was a kid. You know, you take the school photos and you're like in fourth grade or whatever uh-huh. it is. And I look at them now, and I'm like. Mom, just want to throw a comb through that thing? You want to just – does anybody in the family want to just – Take charge. Just a little bit of something before you let me out and go to school, especially on photo day? Uh, I had – it was very froey. Oh, you have not. curly – your hair's curly? It was froey as in, like, volume. Like, just – it would <laughs> I'd like just to see that. Go I'm gonna need. I'm going to need, like, a fourth-grade yearbook if such a thing exists and – and see some of those pictures. I just I listened to Roderick lifted off all of those uh, styles. The one that he left out, and the one that I would have chosen, Michael Cage in the eighties. He was he had a whole another level that's uh, right. going on as well. He was absolutely that's fantastic. a good one. Yeah, that's a very good one. All right, San let's Diego go State. to we're going to complete the uh, the the cycle. We've gone video, we've uh-huh. gone phone call, and now we're going to go back to Twitter. Uh, this is from Blockchain Ray, who says hashtag Slee. When shopping with Mrs. Slee, do you hang out together from store to store, or do you immediately split up and meet up later? Hashtag Slee. Depends where we're going. 
Yeah, let me give you a good example. Yesterday, I uh, had to go to Costco, right? Quick little Costco run, but she had to return a couple things. So what am I going to do? I'm going to sit there at the return. Let me, let's keep this thing moving. Let's keep the engine moving here. So I took the cart, didn't have my phone, by the way, and just told her like, hey, you're going to have to find me. I'm going this way and whichever direction, and let's figure this out. So if if she doesn't have to go do something, whatever it is, we'll do it together. But if it's a store I have no interest in, it's like, go do your thing. Like, what do, what do you want me to do? No, look, just the gonna second walk you around walk into the mall, it's, yeah. hey, call me when you're done. I'm going over here. I'm going to Williams-Sonoma. I'm going to the Apple store. I don't, okay. I, I don't need to go into Lululemon with you. Yep. I'm good. Uh, I'll idea. be over here getting free coffee samples at Williams-Sonoma. Thanks. I have an idea. Is this a bad idea or is you think there's some juice on this? Now, I think we're past those days because I think people going to the mall is just becoming less and less. Let's take a department store, right? Okay. So let's say you go to a mall and you're going to go into – let's go into Nordstrom, all right? Anything wrong with having an area of Nordstrom? Just a little corner there. A couple TVs. couple, uh, couple, Taps. you know – a couple taps, right? You got some got some local beers there as well. And that way, if your girl is going to go around and she's going to go shop, it's like, take your time. What do you need? Half hour, 45 minutes, hour, no problem. I'm just going to sit here and have a beer and watch a game or something. Is that a bad idea or I, is that... Well, you kind of... I don't know if they have TVs, at no, but they have that cafe that you can go post up in and get a, a couple of beers if you really need to fix that bad. I'm, I'm, all, I'm with you on that. That sounds like a good plan. Have something to kind of kick back. Why and, not? They could take their time, and everybody's good. One more on the phones. Francis in Glendale. Francis, you're on hashtag Ask Slee. Hey, party people. I have a couple hashtag Ask Slees. First one is, do I need to prepare a speech for my Travis and Sleewa show, Call of the Year Award at the Mandy Awards? And my second one is, does Jason Kidd look like John Travolta playing Pitbull in a made-for-TV biopic? <laughs> Does Jason Kidd look like John Travolta playing Pitbull, Al? Hashtag Asley. Of course he does. It's funny because I woke up this morning thinking something very similar. So it's Francis and I. We're on the exact same page. Exact same All right. Page. So, you know, that that's actually a perfect opportunity here um, to talk about the Mandy's very quickly. Unfortunately, yep. um, after a lot of consideration, a lot of deliberation, and – a lot of decisions from city and state officials. Uh, we are postponing the Mandy's. We're not canceling them. We are postponing them. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody is safe. We want to make sure that we can do this the best way we can, where everybody can interact and have a great time with each other. So we are going to postpone the Mandy Awards uh, that were scheduled for Sunday, February 6th. Uh, the second we know the new date, we will let everybody know. If you have tickets to the event on the 6th, they will still be honored at the new date. If you'd like a refund, of course, you can do that um, as well, 710awards.net. You can continue to vote on all of the awards. But I'll, I know that you and I and, and everybody at the station, yeah. we were really looking forward to doing this. But it just seems that you know, in a few weeks, it's just not going to be – we're not going to be able to do it the way that we really want to do it and socialize and interact the way that we want to, so we're postponing this uh, for a while. Kind of the uh, kind of the state that we're in. So obviously, Omicron variant has changed a lot in the world. So uh, better to be safe than sorry. And uh, as Travis mentioned, um, if you want a refund or you want more information, you can contact us at seven ten awards.net. Again, you could still continue to uh, vote for the uh, shows and everything else, but the actual event, we're going to kick that can down the road. So when we get more information, 
it's still going to happen. Yes. It's just not going to happen on that February 16th. Hey, don't, don't get a refund. Hang out. We'll, we'll get a new date. We're all going to have – we want to do this right. We want to hang out. We want to laugh. We want to have a few drinks. We want to socialize. We want to take pictures. We want to do all the fun stuff that this thing was supposed to be about. So we're going to postpone it a little bit. It's still going to be great. We're just going to push it down the road, like Al said, a little bit. And uh, we will definitely do the Mandy's. And the second we have a new date, you will certainly hear from us uh, as quickly as we have it. Ashley is brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal, voted best resort in Funner, California, from dining to unwinding. A trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting harrissocal.com. All right, Al, bad loss for the Rams yesterday. There's no two ways about it. It was a bad loss for the Rams. However, nothing really changes. Everything that they were playing for this season is still available for them moving forward. I'll explain next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.